Hey everybody, it is Thursday, May, what is it, 28th today? Holy cow, May 28th, 2020, and you're listening to an episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brett Azalek, and I'm here to talk to you about car news, car culture, and car whatever. Today's episode, we're going to talk a bit about the news coming out of Japan uh, around Nissan and a bevy of new vehicles that they are going to be releasing over the next two years, as well as some actual real details uh, about the new Acura TLX. Uh, But before we get to all of that, uh, we'll talk a little bit about stuff that's going on. Uh, It's been well over a month since I have done an episode of the show, and like many of you, I'm still working, well, actually not working uh, from home. Uh, Like many folks, I am laid off, and uh, my partner is as well, and that's kind of greatly changed the way that we are dealing with car stuff as of late. Uh, We had driven a uh, 2015 Fiat 500 uh, electric that uh, we liked quite a bit. Uh, We were ready to put down some money and make a purchase. And then uh, two or three days later, my girlfriend got the notice that uh, she was being laid off. Uh, Thankfully, they gave her a month to look for jobs. But of course, uh, with everything going going on right now, uh, literally no one is hiring. And uh, we're kind of back to a weird spot. So, uh, yeah, we are, I guess, still kind of sort of looking for that second car for the two of us. Uh, I've had some good interviews uh, that I thought were going to go well, but I ended up being picked uh, over by somebody else, which uh, didn't really, well help the situation out a little bit. So, you know, we're keeping our eyes open. Uh, The good news is, is that after driving that Fiat 500e, uh, we know exactly what we want, which I think is a really good thing. Uh, And we know, give or take, how much they're going to cost. You know, on the low end, you're looking at about 6,800 bucks here in Michigan uh, for right around 30-ish thousand miles. And on the high end, uh, you're looking at about 10 grand for a newer example with about the same 30,000 miles. So, you know, prices are going to fluctuate a lot, I think, with everything going on right now. Uh, you know, the other big thing is that, uh, you know, we just genuinely don't know what our job situation is going to look like in the next couple of months. And, you know, my heart obviously goes out to anyone and everyone uh, who has lost their job as well during this thing. Uh, it has been particularly tough for people in my generation, the millennial era. So what is that? 81 to 96, however they're classifying it these days. Uh, You know, we've graduated in two economic recessions, major recessions uh, that are genuinely quite bad. And uh, yeah, it's it's definitely frustrating just trying to live uh, what you feel is a normal life. So... Uh, We've been holding in there. We've been doing a lot of sanity drives. Uh, We've taken some trips out to um, Muskegon and Grand Haven. Uh, We've gone out to uh, Battle Creek. Uh, We've kind of stayed relatively close to home. Obviously, those are longer drives via car, but, uh, you know, our camera can take a lick and uh, keep on running. So, you know, sometimes you just got to get out of the house. We did a along like not quite 100 miles probably a good 75 80 mile trip around uh the big neighborhood as it was the other day uh just trying to see how things are going um 
you know, around the area. Uh, we, we live on kind of the edge of the city of Grand Rapids, and so we, we headed into downtown a little bit. We headed out west towards Jenison, did a big loop out towards, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Byron Center, headed into Ada where I grew up, and then kind of swung back home. And, you know, it was a nice, relaxing little trip just to get out in the country because the other thing is like the weather has been so hot and cold the past couple of weeks you know we've gone you know last time I recorded this episode it was probably in the upper 40s low 50s uh yesterday it was near enough 90 degrees uh now today it's 75 so things are shifting quite a bit uh but anyway enough about me rambling about uh how things are uh overall you know I hope you guys are making good decisions, uh, making safe choices, and uh, hopefully if you're also looking for a job, uh, you find something soon, uh, just like I'm hoping to do as well. So, news, car news. Got two stories to kind of talk about. Uh, Today, uh, two of them released. So Nissan put out a video early this morning that highlighted a number of new vehicles that they are working on as a company. Uh, They were referring it to an A to Z kind of release thing where starting with vehicles like uh, the Armada up top on down to an all new Z car. Uh, They're working on a bunch of new ways to, you know, realign their current uh, number of vehicles to better suit Well, people who are buying new cars in 2020. Uh, Nissan has had one of the oldest fleets, I believe, on average, uh, compared to a lot of its competitors. Uh, Toyota and Honda are largely running circles around them when it comes to new vehicle releases. That being said, uh, the all-new Versa, Sentra, and Altima have been very, very well regarded uh, with their new releases within the past calendar year or so and you know this this new tweak of current vehicles uh some all new vehicles i think hopefully should point the way uh for some new and interesting things for nissan to be doing uh as they head into the new year uh but the big story of course is about the new z car uh it's been about a part of 15 i think years since we've gotten a new z Uh, The previous Z, of course, was based on the FM architecture that was shared between Nissan and Infiniti, and those particular vehicles kind of did their job. Uh, They they got Nissan back back on the map when it came to performance cars. They eventually underpinned the GTR. Uh, They really popularized the VQ engine platform uh, as a performance vehicle option. Uh, The 3.5 liter unit being in the 350Z, the 3.7 liter unit being in the 370Z. Uh, It's... You know, back in the day, I I really liked the car quite a bit. And, you know, to a greater extent, I still do. I think the only big knock against those Z cars is that uh, because they weren't updated all that much, uh, they haven't aged very well. Uh, The interior is plastic fantastic in the most early 2000s of ways uh, that just genuinely looks and feels bad. Uh, But that being said, I would still love to drive the wheels off of one. Uh, And apparently you can do so for quite uh, an affordable price these days. Uh, This all-new Z car uh, takes, you know, the basic shape of the 350 and 370Z. 
uh, long hood, short rear deck, bubble, bubble back end, lift back. Uh, and, you know, it looks like it's applying some retro styling cues. Um, you can definitely see some visual elements, at least in the headlights uh, with the LED running lights that do look a bit like the 240Z and the 280Z from the 70s and early 80s. Um, I, I really feel like, you know, we can't really take too much out of this video just because of the way that it was done, uh, but at least it points to this notion that Nissan's going to be doing something fun and exciting again. Now, the big question, of course, is how exactly they're going to do this. Uh, like I said, the FM chassis has been around for quite a long time, as have the VQ powertrain. Uh, both are in desperate need of retirement, and Nissan is maybe potentially doing some all-new stuff here. Uh, a while back, Tom Volk talked about on his Driven video, it was a test of the uh, Q60 400 Red Sport, however the hell they named the damn thing, uh, about how there's a bunch of new and exciting stuff coming for Infiniti in the next couple of years. Uh, presumably that would include an all-new chassis that would underpin uh, the Q sedans that are all currently rear-wheel drive. Uh, and this may be the new platform that's going under the Z car. Uh, this new platform hopefully is a good bit lighter, uh, hopefully is a good bit stiffer, uh, and hopefully can support a wide variety of engines and drivetrains. Uh, if it were my choice with a Z car, uh, I would definitely be pushing for a turbocharged inline four in lieu of that twin turbo uh, V6 in the Q60 Red Sport. Uh, it's a good engine, but it's it being in the Z car, I think, is going to push the price up to a point where you get a lot of people scratching their heads. And that's the problem that Toyota's having with the Supra right now, where the Supra is priced so high that you can't really attract, you know, cars that kind of directly compete against them. Like, a good way to put this is, think of the Mustang, think of the Camaro, you know, a little more than 30 grand, you can get a 400-plus horsepower performance coupe, and the Supra, you know, doesn't quite pull those numbers, and yeah, it handles a little bit better, but, you know, again, think of the shopper that's going to be in that segment. You're going to look strictly at numbers, and the Chevy and the Ford make a little more sense to a lot of people. Uh, this Z car, you know, with a 2-liter, or maybe a 1.6-liter turbocharged engine, you know, making 200, 250 horsepower, somewhere around there, with a 6-speed manual transmission for 30 grand, like... Man, that would be the sweet spot. That would be the place to go. And it, it really just seems like a good way to, you know, bring some more attention back to the Nissan brand. You know, be, actually be able to sell some cars in a reasonable quantity. And I think also create a base where eventually maybe you bring back uh, a twin turbo V6 powertrain and, you know, maybe call it the, the 300ZX or whatever you would name it again. Uh, because you know, time is a flat circle and everything kind of comes back around and everybody eats that shit up when, you know, you bring back a classic nameplate. So, uh, you know, 
if you if you got a Z with 400 horsepower and it's knocking on the door 60 grand, you have to worry about the Corvette, which also starts 60 grand and has closer to 500 horsepower. And you know that's just not a position I think Nissan can compete in at this point. And you know I just genuinely hope that they're being smart about it, uh, looking at it from that perspective. But uh, yeah, a bunch of other new vehicles were shown off in the video. Um, I mentioned the Armada, which I'm assuming is just going to be a visual upgrade on the exterior. Uh, it'll probably get the new 9-speed automatic from the Titan. Uh, really not much to write home about there. Uh, they showed off uh, the profile of a Kicks. So I know that uh, Southeast Asia is getting an updated Kicks model uh, later this year. Presumably we would be getting some of those uh, updates here in the United States. I think for us it's going to be largely uh, visual elements. I don't think we're going to get the plug-in hybrid variant uh, that Europe currently has. Uh, as well as... Uh there was a new Rogue, which we've kind of known about for a bit. Uh, the Rogue itself, I think, is a vehicle that has been dying for an upgrade for whew, what feels like five or six years at this point. Uh, and there was a new Rogue Sport as well. Uh, and the video would be under Q for Cash Kai. Uh, so... You know, apparently the Rogue Sport sells quite well in the United States. I don't ever feel like I see all that many here, but uh, in the end, hey, you know, an upgrade's an upgrade, and I think that's just what Nissan needs right now is just uh, some kind of small win. They've got to do what they can to claw back sales and, uh, you know, reap some some interest from GM, from Ford, uh, from Chrysler who have killed their small car platforms, uh, from Toyota and Honda that are running away with the small SUV segment, uh, and, you know, just try, try their best uh, to turn things around. Now, flipping gears a little bit and talking about a brand that has actually turned some things around, uh, it's good times ever to talk about Acura. Uh, Acura pulled the wraps off the all-new TLX today. Uh, the TLX, of course, is the uh, semi-sort of 3-series competitor, I guess, uh, that's based on the Honda Accord. Uh, the outgoing TLX has been around for a little while, uh, kind of, sort of, weirdly took over for the uh, TSX and TL a few years ago. Uh, and it just never really found its place uh, in the market. The TLX just, uh, it was it was wrong size, they had the wrong powertrains, they had the wrong trim, and while they did offer the Type A variant, uh, what was that, two years ago, I think, when that first showed up, which I do like quite a bit, uh, it just lacked the... I'm going to use the word finish uh, to really kind of bring it home and uh, make a compelling argument against the 3 Series uh, and so on. This new TLX is much better. Uh, it's based on the new Honda Accord chassis, which is much stiffer uh, and will feature a lot of significant mechanical upgrades that I think will make it a much more compelling, not only driving experience, but I think just overall a much better car. So the base TLX, uh, which they did show off, surprisingly, uh, in some of these early press photos and junket things, uh, looks fantastic. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the current S60, and I mean that in the most endearing way possible. 
in that, you know, it's very clearly a front-wheel drive-based architecture uh, that has some very attractive proportions that give it a much more sporty character overall. And uh, in the end, you know, benefits greatly from, you know, a turbocharged engine platform, a trick all-wheel drive system, uh, and, you know, has a good bit more attitude than what BMW and Mercedes have in this uh, section of work, just because, uh, you know, Acura's got a lot more riding on being successful here. Uh, the TLX uh, is featuring the 2.0-liter turbocharged engine from the Honda Accord. Uh, that would be the same engine that's in the RDX SUV uh, and is all based on the 2.0-liter turbocharged that's in the Honda Civic Type R. Uh, it's going to be producing about 270 horsepower and it's going to be mated to a 10-speed automatic transmission. Uh, that new transmission, I think, is all new and I think it is designed by Honda. I don't think it is based on the rag system that's been around for a while, um, but I might be mistaken. Uh, nevertheless, because they're touting it uh, pretty proudly, uh, here's hoping it's a good unit. Uh, that previous nine-speed one wandered quite a bit and, you know, never really had the refinement that it needed to be in an Acura. So this new 10-speed unit, I think, should be a lot better. Uh, but in the base trim TLX, you can get front-wheel drive standard or an optional super-handling all-wheel drive setup. Uh, the super-handling system is a pretty clever unit uh, that is able to not only direct power from front to rear, but also side to side uh, and really gives it some significant uh, performance enhancements over, say, Audi's Quattro system or some of the X-Drive and other uh, number of all-wheel drive systems that uh, other competitors make available in their choices. Uh, Moving up from the base TLX, there is the TLX A-Spec. Uh, the A-Spec brings in some sporty visual elements, uh, gives it a little bit of a tweak on the suspension side. Uh, presumably, it's the only way to get a red leather interior. Uh, and, uh, you know, really genuinely looks and feels the part of a sporty sedan. Uh, it's not going to kick you in the teeth with a crazy ride and handling imbalance. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, it's... It's going to be a good choice for someone who wants to have something that looks sporty, can be a little sporty, uh, but isn't going to break the bank and isn't going to give you health problems uh, in the short term. Uh, Acura, however, is promising uh, to do the opposite uh, in the not-too-distant future with the Type S model. Uh, to my mind, this is the first Type S Acura that we've had in probably over a decade. I'm trying to remember when the TL Type S last left our shores, uh, but this one I think is gonna be a ringer, to say the least. Uh, the new TLX Type S features a three liter twin turbocharged V6, uh, will have standard all-wheel drive, uh, and will probably uh, rip people's faces off in a way that an Acura hasn't really done so uh, in a very, very long time. Now, this thing isn't gonna be Acura NSX quick uh, because it does lack the electronic all-wheel drive boosted system, uh, but this three liter twin turbo charge v6 probably will be making somewhere around 400 horsepower uh and you know at that four-wheel drive system i would be blown away if this thing didn't accelerate in somewhere around four seconds uh zero to 60 uh it probably will be quite quick in a straight line uh and will be the first true performance uh acura in 
what feels like forever and I'm really genuinely excited about this car. Uh, it definitely looks to have the stopping power that it needs uh, to be a serious contender. It looks like it has the visual elements to, you know, look the part of a fifty dollars to $70,000 sports sedan and, you know, really in the end just seems like it's going to be a much smarter buy than some of the other things out there in the market today. Now that also being said is that this thing's going to be competing against uh, cars like the Volvo S60 Polestar Edition, uh, things like the BMW, what is it, the 335 or the 340XI, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, cars that have a good bit more power, uh, but are also going to be, you know, probably ten dollars to $15,000 more than this Acura. Now, at this price junket, they didn't talk at all about pricing. Uh, they really didn't mention when the vehicle would specifically be available other than it being later in 2020. Uh, one of the people who did talk to some Acura representatives uh, and asked why they had spent so much money developing this sedan uh, in a world where everything has gone crossover crazy, uh, he basically boiled it down to uh, that Acura, like many other brands, see a specific value in sedans, uh, they see it specifically in sport sedans, and they don't really see a lot of erasure in those segments because there are a lot of people who just don't like the idea of a crossover or an SUV uh, with their money. And, you know, me generally being in that class, you know, as much as I do like the RDX, uh, nothing is ever going to replace something that is genuinely a good car uh, that's going to gobble up miles and also be fun to drive down a canyon road. So I'm very excited to see what the TLX ends up becoming. I'm very excited to hear more about the 3.0-liter twin-turbo V6, and I'm definitely excited to hear more about, uh, well, how it stacks up against the 3-series, uh, the new CT5, the... Uh, I guess, yeah, the C-Class. I mean, there's just so many other vehicles in this segment right now, many of which are quite old. I think the Cadillac is probably going to be its main competitor when it comes to ride and handling balance just because GM seems to be able to do magic with the Alpha platform uh, as of late. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's some good opportunities here to make some cool stuff, and I'm just glad Acura is committing to that decision. So, so, yeah, that's the car news. And that is pretty much this episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. Uh, apologies if the audio quality is weird. I am out on a walk. Like I said, it's the first time that we've had nice weather in a little bit that, you know, isn't burning your skin off. Uh, but uh, we'll kind of keep doing these as uh, time provides. And, you know, it's, it's definitely hard to record a podcast when you're at home with a loved one and a dog when they're concerned about where you are at every possible second. So, uh, yeah, if you want to keep up with me and a lot of the weird car stuff that's going on, you can follow along with me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Y-S-S-M-A-N. Uh, you can follow along with episodes of this show at anchor.fm slash Y-S-S-M-A-N. Or you can subscribe to this on any number of podcasting platforms, including Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, God, there's all of them. They're all there. Uh, so 
Uh, all that being said, guys, I hope you are having a great rest of your week. Have a great weekend. And we will see you on the next episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. See you then.